Welcome to where the weird ones are. Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. Powerful figures in Hollywood and as well as powerful politicians, or in fact not human, either reptiles or their lizards or perhaps extraterrestrials. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Let's get weird. I have a normal voice today, and if I was a Quidditch player, I think I would be a beater. Anyways, so we uh, talked with Dramessa today, and she has um, a little bit of experience with the paranormal. Uh, we definitely get a little conspiratorial, so if you're not in line with conspiracies, then this might not be an episode for you. Um, Tanya, what'd you think about, uh, today's conversation with Dramessa? Um, I think it was a lot of fun. We kind of did not stay on topic very well. <laughs> no, we definitely did not. And those are the best conversations. Yep. I you think learn it. a lot, you laugh a lot, you cry a little bit sometimes. Maybe you did because you're a girl, but I didn't cry. I'm only a girl on the inside their surgeries to change that now i don't want to do that though do it yourself anyways so dramessa is a uh reiki healer like i said uh reiki healer yoga instructor uh she's an artist and a hairdresser um she does plug her um her accounts and all that if you want to get in touch with her you want to follow her on instagram and whatnot please do so um also if you have any kind of paranormal experience any conspiracy you have a lot of information about um you've seen a cryptid like bigfoot mothman maybe have been abducted by some aliens hit me up on my motherfucker fucking email where the weird ones are at gmail.com or follow me on instagram at where underscore the weird ones are you can follow my sister at t sapiel um 
on also on Instagram, which is T S A P I E L. Correct, one hundred percent. Correct, one hundred percent. Also, hey, I got an idea. If you want a shirt like this, whoa, that is a cool shirt. I you, want one. You can um, email me, and I can get you one. Um, can I just tell you right now? I want one. Uh, you can go fuck yourself. I'm just Whatever. kidding. I'll get you a t-shirt. That's not how you treat your little sister, but okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the intro, everybody. Um, I hope you enjoy uh, the discussion we had with Dramessa because like my sister and I said, we did. So... Hello, everybody. This is Where the Weird Ones Are. My name's Kevin, and my sister is here, and her name is... Tanya. Oh, did you want me to say something else? That is such a grand entrance. I am not even going to argue with it. (laughs) It was pretty badass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so today on the podcast, we have Dramessa. She is... A Reiki healer. She does yoga. She is a hairdresser and she has a beautiful smile. And she's here to talk to us about uh, some of her experiences um, with paranormal and other such things. Um, so, hi, Dramessa. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. Um, so do you want to tell the possibly 30 people now that listen to this uh, a little bit about yourself and um, how they can find you? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. So um, my name is Dramessa. That's spelled D-R-E-M as in Mary, E-S-S-A. My mom's a drummer. Uh, I come from a very <laughs> musical, artistic family, so it's it's a, a big thing in my family to do lots of art. So I am a hairstylist. I'm a, a rainbow specialist. I've done my own hair even here. It's fun little rainbows and silvery. <clears throat> um, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Hair Magic by Dramessa. And then I'm a blacklight hair rainbow specialist, but I'm also a blacklight painter. And I love to paint all sorts of fun um psychedelic things that I see in meditations and uh psychedelic trips and yoga journeys um that Instagram and Facebook is art by Dramessa D um then uh, I'm a yoga and Reiki specialist and guide so that um on Instagram and Facebook is body magic by Dramessa and I teach uh yoga locally at a, a few little places nice um so where where locally are you um for in just in case somebody is in your area yeah so i teach at a place called rooted in flow which is at six sullivan street in berwick maine right on the border of summersworth new hampshire and i teach there thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m i'm actually doing a by donation yoga class uh to benefit to raise some money for 
fur, which is a fur, a feline rescue and retirement no-kill shelter out of Ghana, New Hampshire. So suggested donation is like fifteen to thirty dollars to to practice on Thanksgiving morning, nine to ten a.m. Connect to your inner perfect prowess and feline centeredness, and uh, get get a little breathing, you know, calm before like the hectic holiday starts. Um, and then I also teach at a place called Im, excuse me Nourish, which is in Barrington, New Hampshire, underneath Adagio Spa. And I'm there Mondays from 4 to 5 p.m. And that is a 14-year-old plus uh, teens and up trauma-informed. So I'm a trauma-informed specialist, which means that I especially cater to people who have undergone trauma of like physical, mental, sexual abuse, any kind of abuse in their life where they feel unsafe working on their physical bodies. So I kind of provide basically a lot of choices to help people feel empowered and also to help people feel safe while they're doing a physical practice. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that part about you. Oh yeah. That's pretty dope. I like that. It's really, it's really fun being, I'm, I'm a larger woman and I'm um, pansexual. So I represent a, a large variety of people. So being in a, a physical place, sometimes you get like re-triggered when you're like opening your hips up, for instance, which can happen in yoga. Sometimes people have trauma in their hips. So it's like a scary thing. So I can help provide a little extra support in, in situations like that where people might not feel safe. So it's pretty cool. All right. I, I know that I store a lot of, I seem to store my stress in my hips. So I get it like in my neck. So my Mm -hmm. neck will get the back of my neck will get tight. And then it's like in my traps and then my hips. Cause there's been, there's been a few times, a couple times where, um, running on the, on a treadmill at the gym and Mm -hmm. like, I would just start crying. There was one time emotional release, right? Yeah. And there was one time, actually the first time it happened, it was like really, really bad to the point where I felt so embarrassed that i had to leave like because i was like crying crying i was it wasn't just like a tear it was like i was crying (laughs) your body's like well i guess you don't need this anymore it's time to get rid of it bye (laughs) yeah (laughs) so but i have i've had other times running on the treadmill where it's just like a tear so there was only one time where i actually like cried cried right but um but yeah and then I get a lot of tension headaches, so I know I store the um, a lot of stress in my neck and all that. And um, I did I had to do PT for tendonitis on in both of my elbows, mm-hmm. and so doing that, uh, the specialist there, he was like, "Dude, you hold you your neck is fucking tight." And they did the um, that needle. Or what do you call it? It's like oh, acupuncture, like, maybe or yeah. something. Yeah, and. <laughs> I had to, so I had to lay on my stomach. So I'm laying there on my, with my head down like that. And he sticks the needle in my, uh, my neck and like, like my, my body's just going like <laughs> uncontrollably. And I was like, what, what is happening? And he's like, relax. It's it just, it's the, it's the wit, it's the nerve that I'm hitting and it's just causing a reaction through the rest yeah. of your body. And I just, I felt like, and then there would be times where like, 
like it, it, not my body was moving, but the actual like muscle was just like convulsing by itself when the needle was in there. But mm -hmm. that was pretty, that was a pretty interesting um, experience. That's why I asked you um, about the Reiki healing, about uh, setting something up where I could uh, yeah. have you facilitate that. Hell yeah. Reiki and acupuncture can work on a lot of the same um, veins and and like overall ideas. So like Reiki is kind of like a combo of like chakra healing. Have you ever heard of the chakras before? Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. It's so like the rainbow of light of different colors all along your spine. It makes sure that like they're technically wheels and should be turning like clockwise. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times in Reiki, I'm working with people's chakras and making sure that the wheels are turning the right way and they're not like opposite or getting mucked up with crud. And then acupuncture works on your meridians, which is another form of energy that lives in your body. And they kind of have different pathways. So I know like the heart meridian starts in your pinky and goes down along the edge of your arm and then like up your shoulder and around. And so like sometimes that energy doesn't go up and around. It goes the opposite way. Mm -hmm. And so with acupuncture, they're sticking needles into those little energy pathways and, and manipulating your energy to start going the correct way from the wrong way that it was going. So it's even huh. crazier when you get like physical reactions, right? Because you're like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> like, right. Real. Exactly. <laughs> And then with like your trauma stuff, like you can totally like store trauma in your body. Like you physically as a person can like say like you have a traumatic experience when you're like four, like you fall out of a tree, that scar tissue can remain in your body and like lie dormant until you unlock it at the gym and you're running and all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, Batman, what's happening to me? Like you've unlocked this hidden memory from when you fell when you were four or Maybe even the trauma doesn't even belong to you. So trauma can go back in our family lines up to 14 uh, generations. Yeah, So like I've heard, you could I've unlock heard trauma of your mother's or something. You know what I mean? Right. It's crazy to think about. It is. It is. I, um, I started. So since I've um, and with all that happening, I've been like, kind of like opening up myself and my story and things that have happened yeah. to me and being more vocal about it with other people. And there's um, one thing I don't even know if my sister knows that I've only a couple people have told, but I had tried to commit suicide when I was nine. Um, and so I have the scar right here on my, forearm and it goes right across the vein and um i had told everybody that i fell out of a tree because i didn't get deep enough so but it was a lot and it didn't work so and then i tried a second time when i was 13 with a lot of medications that i found in my aunt's bathroom and then it just ended up fucking up my stomach so. so now the world knows. <laughs> <laughs> so um so we're here to talk about some paranormal shit with you. Yeah. Um 
So you had discussed with me that you see your friends, but uh, before we get into that, I wanted to ask if, um, if you recall, like the first time you ever experienced anything with, um, with spirits or par anything paranormal, if you can recall. So it was it was pretty fun. I um, like to meditate. I don't know if you have any experience with meditation, but a little bit. It's really hard, and a lot of times people think that like meditation means that <clears throat> your mind is clear or your mind is blank and like no thoughts are coming in. But like we're human creatures, and the fact of the matter is that doesn't really happen. Like there's always going to be thoughts that are going to come in. So I think meditation is more about like a practice and like not getting involved in the thoughts when they come, like not being like, oh yeah, I got to go do this for dinner after. It's kind of like they come and they go and you don't get like all like into them, at least when you're meditating, because you're focusing on just kind of like being in a more centered, calm place. So I'm a big fan of crystals. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know for certain if they're super effective but I figure why not try so I as I mentioned I'm big into the chakras as you can see there's rainbows on the paintings behind me I'm wearing rainbows rainbows and chakras are like my big favorite thing in the world I'm like a rainbow warrior so I was like okay I'm gonna like clear and cleanse my chakras like super extra bonus so I'm gonna get all these crystals that correlate to the colors of my chakras and I like lay down I lit candles I like burnt sage and palo santo to like clear out any negative entities or energy and also to like uplift the energy of the room and I made it like like a really like almost like religious kind of experience like it was like super like special and I was alone and so I go in my room and I lay down and I put on this like meditation of this things called uh, binaural beats which are these really wonderful things I highly recommend to sleep with. I sleep with them on, but they're like these weird tones, like different hertz that do things and fix your DNA, for instance, while you're sleeping. So on a physical level, they sound like white noise or like just like background. But on a literal level, what they are is like underneath the surface, there are like beats that are just off center. And your brain tries to put them together. And while it tries to put them together, it like fixes things in your DNA or your aura or your energy or whatever. So I put on these binaural beats and I start putting the crystals over where they live in my body, the root red crystal over my root chakra, orange crystal over my sacral, kind of like going up my body. And I close my eyes and I put on the, the binaural beats in my headphones and I'm meditating going through my chakras and all of a sudden it was very different and it was it was very much like a movie but like a comic book sort of movie like lots of bright colors and bright explosions and like chakras being cleared and cleansed and all of a sudden like a superhero team all of my spirit guides start coming together and placing their hands on all of my chakra places where all the crystals are so I've learned and and kind of known that there are certain people in my life that are like 
my guardian angels. I call them my spirit guides. Lots of people kind of have this belief system that there's like a team on the other side that is kind of like looking out for you and watching out for you. Mm. So this is my first big experience with my team and they're like coming together and I've like hugged them in meditation before, but this is like, no, like this is magic that's happening and you're like doing big things. So all of the people start like placing their hands on my body and like healing me physically while I'm healing myself and getting emotional because it was a really emotional situation Mm -hmm. that happened. And it was so, it was so fucking cool because excuse my French, there was like one of my girlfriends, Becky, who was alive in this earth said she was going to be a spirit guide to me when she passed away. She comes up to my heart chakra because she uh, has been teaching me how to love and how to soften my heart. And then my freaking dog that passed away five years ago lays his paws over my throat chakra, which is the center of how you communicate to people and how you communicate with yourself. And he was always so quiet and reserved of a dog. So it was like, this is making so much sense. Like all these people are like to all of the centers. I have a <clears throat> a cousin who passed away when I was four years old and he is my first spirit guide I ever met. And he was like a super creative person. So he was on my solar plexus chakra, which is like your center of creativity and where all of your artistic talent comes from. And like all of these people together, every time they touched me, it was like a straight beam of light shooting out like to heaven so it was like helping them helping me fix myself physically but also like fixing my connection to the divine presence whatever that means for me it's like a bunch of stuff I believe in like Buddha and Jesus and like archangels and like aliens like all kinds of things so it's like just the connection to like this unknown amazing magic and it's like yeah, you can do this every day. <laughs> like, like you can have magic in your life every day. You just kind of have to like open up the door for it to happen. Have you ever meditated before? You said you kind of had some experience with that. Yeah. So I have, um, I do about five or 10 minutes at the most <laughs> just because, because I'm one of those people that overthink. So like when I think I, I think of every aspect of that thought, like, like even if like, so I'm thinking about a situation with that. I'm somewhere that I'm going and um, I will think of every scenario that could happen in this event all the time. Every, every time I do, every time I'm going to do something, every time I'm going somewhere, every time I'm, possibly might be getting into a relationship or whatever i will think of all the bad case scenarios the worst case scenarios i will think of all the best case scenarios so when i try to meditate i will try like because i know the thoughts come in i'll try to center myself i usually can kind of connect with the inner me but for the most part it only really lasts a couple minutes and then I end up grabbing on to whatever the fuck pops into my head. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, well, I, I gotta be done. I mean, I, I feel pretty good after, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's about, that's about it. My sister, my sister's the same way. 
she said um actually last uh episode episode nine we were talking with emily uh no it might have been with christina was it with christina that we talked yeah. about meditation? we were talking to christina yeah yeah so yeah um meditation is really hard for me because i have adhd um so we had a when i went to massage therapy school we had a teacher who would try to like guide us through a meditation before the big exams and everything and he his form of meditation was just like zone in on your body and like what you could feel like you know I can feel my seat and I can feel my feet on the floor and I can feel my hands on the table and whatever but I can't even do that I tried to meditate in that way um when I was first diagnosed with ADHD because I couldn't afford my medications and uh I couldn't even do that because like I would feel like myself sitting and then I would like feel how like my sits bones were uneven because I fell down the stairs when I was like 17 and then I would like go off on that thought process of like wow that really sucked when I fell down the stairs because my ass hurt for like months after that (laughs) and then I would just get lost in that thought process and then completely lose track of why I was there so it's not something that works for me unfortunately because I can't focus but and I think that's um probably why it doesn't work for you too because you also have ADHD Blase, blase, blase. Look for the gray and the black and the white. Well, not to like toot yoga all the time, but the whole purpose of yoga is to get to like a place of meditation where like you don't get so involved in your thoughts. And it's kind of like training your mind to get there. And it involves flexibility and like poses and breathing and all these different characteristics to like tire out your body so you can actually like have a moment when you get there. And then in the end of class, it's like, I don't know. I do like five to eight minutes of meditation and then I bring you out of it. And it's like, all right, just a little bit of calm centeredness, a little bit of like full body awareness. And then like, go start your day. It might be more of something of like a physical meditation is better for you. Like maybe you meditate on like the treadmill while you're like physically tiring out your body, right? Yeah. Like, well, lifting weights that I feel like is therapy period yeah yeah so like i was going through like <laughs> i was trying to bodybuild and i was um lifting as heavy as i fucking could like mm-hmm. all the, constantly and i wasn't gr- i was getting stronger but i like my muscles weren't growing so what i found out is less weight more reps and things start to grow but for a long time, I was just putting up all this this heavy weight, and I was unlocking a lot of shit within myself. So, um, but I wanted to get into yoga just because just because I didn't want to be oh, just walking around with all this muscle on and not being able to really like do it. Because right now I can't even reach the middle of my back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And when I do, there's a stretch where you clasp your hands together behind your back. Yeah. 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 Or in this one too, right where you're just straight back and you hold your palms directly together and you push down to stretch out your chest. I can barely do that. My biceps will grab onto my freaking my wings, you know, and then I can't freaking push it back. But like, I feel like if I were to do yoga, like I could make these stretches 
and be able to do that a lot easier. But I was dating a girl almost two years ago, maybe. No, it might have been last year. I don't know. Anyways, we it was only like a two month relationship, but I had told her because she was into the gym and stuff, too. And I was like, I think because I, I wanted to do, her to do it with me. I was like, I think I want to get into yoga. And she's like, ooh, that's gay. Aww. And I was like, what? Aww. <laughs> yeah. Aww. And I was like, come on. I was like, we could do it together. She's like, no, that's, she's like, I don't, I, I, she's like, I don't think I'm into yoga. She goes, but I don't think you need to do it. <laughs> I was like, All right. <laughs> well, I guess I won't do it then. And then it didn't, and then her and I didn't work out anyway. So. Well, she called you gay, so I mean, some going on. She wasn't. She wasn't a very emotional, present person, anyway. So it was gonna. It was kind of doomed from the beginning. Hmm. So the um, people that you, the spirits that you see, is your cousin. Your best friend, the big one, yep, and your dog, yep. Do you? Those are the the main ones. There's a few other okay spirit guides that I don't know as well. Those are the ones that like I knew in this life personally. Oh, okay. So I had like more of like an earthly, earthbound connection with them. So after mm-hmm. they passed, we kind of like kept that tether. But there are some people that I communicate with that uh, I've never met before. Okay. Um, so how many spirit guides do you, would you say that you have all, all and all together? Nine or ten that that come around. I feel like there's like more people in the background that just kind of like stay in the background and maybe yeah. they're not like maybe it's not time for them to be in my life yet. Like they'll come in when it's time. Right. Yeah. So do you uh, do you claim any kind of religion? I mean, I know you said that you believe in all things, but do you kind of claim any kind of religion at all? I grew up in the Christian church. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was raised Christian. I now I claim myself as spiritual. Yeah, I honest. I honestly believe there could be efficacy and like truth to like all bits of certain religions. I think there's a little bit that could be real out of all of them. Right. So like, I think that we have no idea. So I, I think there's a lot of belief for me that there's like past lives and I've had experiences where like, I've gotten to feel what it was like in a past life, both with like psychic mediums that have given me the experience, separate meditations, and then like all by myself experience. So I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so have you figured out like who you were in any of these past lives like or do yeah. you just like feel experiences so there is one really cool experience i'll share that um i had a psychedelic trip i took some lsd and some mdma which is called candy flipping mm-hmm. um and i didn't it was it was a fun night with friends. We were, we went out in the woods and we did some like 
fires and like some release sort of ceremonies. Um, and then the next day I was laying in bed. So I wasn't on the drugs, but it was the very morning after where everything has a, a light of lucidity to it. And like, uh, is just like a really great way of understanding things the next day. Cause you're kind of like in this beautiful introspective place where you can like knock down all your walls of thinking and, and things that you've built around yourself, like negative blocks, you can kind of just like see past it all and, and like see through all the bullshit, if that makes sense. So yeah, I was um, laying in bed and there was a knock on the door and it was like a loud knock, like bang, 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 bang. And I'll give you some history. I have a severe problem with people banging on my door. It immediately makes my heart go pitter patter, whether it's the police or what, but like immediately anytime anyone knocks in like a cop way, I get <laughs> so much anxiety. I'll hide under the blankets. I won't answer the door even if I know who it is because I get so freaked out, right? Right. So I hear this loud knock and I close my eyes and I immediately go into this vision where I am dressed in very classic Victorian sort of clothing and there's a loud knock on the door and I'm like, go, gotta get the door, gotta get the door. And I open up the door and it's soldiers and they're like, where are they? I don't know what you're talking about. There's no there's nobody here. And they push past me and they search my house. And I look down at my hands and my hand is black. I'm a black woman. Um, and they search my whole house. And then they leave. And I push out my table. And I pull up a little trap door. And I pull up and there's like 16 to 20 African-American people in my basement and it's clear to me that I'm owning a house on the Underground Railroad or at oh. least some some sort of system like that where I'm like helping people along the way to freedom. Um, and the all the people wanted to like hug me and they're like, they're, we're safe. Thank you so much. I'm like, you got to go. Like, they're going to be back. They know that something's going on. Like, you have to move on. And there is this big, intense feeling of like them wanting to hug me and have a moment and me just being the strong woman of like, no, you need to go. This is your safety. You're going to die if you don't leave right away. Go now before they see you. And so like, and then I like woke up like out of the vision, like I opened my eyes and it was kind of like done and I had tears rolling down my face. And it's like, that's why you have a problem with, you know, loud knocks on the door. And then I also had this like super big obsession with like Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad as a child. And I wrote like, every single paper for like three or four years in a row was based on <laughs> on that subject matter because I was just so enthralled in it. So it's like, huh, that was a really intense dream that like felt like way more than just a dream. It felt like I was in it and there. Yeah. So <clears throat> I just, I noticed that you got a little emotional for a quick second there. And so both times now, every time you've done that, has caused me to also get like watery eyed. So I just, I just wanted to let you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right. So anyways, um, so you saw, so you saw that, that whole experience, like you were in that body, like it, yep. like it was as real as you are right now. Wow. That's a lot. That's heavy. Um, right. 
do you listen to podcasts at all like any um i listen to a lot of joe rogan joe rogan and, and, i love uh, joe rogan <laughs> joe He's rogan a- and some duncan trussell once in a while yeah duncan trussell's a good guy do you uh yeah. so do you know sam tripoli I've heard of him before, yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's first of all, he's like a good all around kind of good person from like his circle. Like, so he is friends with Joe Rogan and mm-hmm. and everybody. So, but <clears throat> there's uh, this podcast that I listen to called Mystic Talk uh, with Bobby Shue. Um, he's like a former child actor and whatnot and he um he had an entire episode of who he found out who he was in his past life and he was um i can't think of it, it was an actress from like the early days of you know movies mm-hmm. and um he was just talking about like the things that he remembered and just like it was like extremely vivid for him. He's and because he he's like she was kind of a narcissist, and I'm a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I've been working on it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, his like his whole podcast is pretty interesting. He talks about aliens. He talks about freaking, you know, the government's here to fucking fuck us over, and they're in it for themselves, right. and all this shit. Like, um, I, I mean, the devil lives in Hollywood. Everybody knows that. You know what I mean? So his the his line of thinking, oh, there was something also. So he was saying what his perspective of um, reincarnation. So he's like, you know how you have like the movie, you get, you get movie trailers, right? And you get to see like certain scenes of a movie and then you decide you're like that movie looks good i want to go see it or that movie doesn't look good i don't want to see it well he goes and then you're in the movie and you see a scene and you're like i remember that scene oh it's from the trailer he goes well i think every time we reincarnate we get to see the life that we're about to live like a trailer which is and he goes, and that's what I think deja vu is. Mm-hmm. So we're experiencing something. We're going through deja vu. And then it's like, oh, that's that scene from that movie, from the trailer. I remember that. That's why it seems like I've seen this before. And I was like, and I I ended up messaging him on Instagram. I was like, and I was like, wow, dude, that's like super interesting. And then he sent me a... um a link to a, a made for TV movie that he found interesting. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I'm going to, but I think I'm assuming that it has something to do with that reincarnation topic. So I just, I thought that was, I'd never, I'd, I'd never thought of it in like that kind of way. So it was just, when I heard it, I listened to, when I was listening to his podcast, he was talking about it. It's like, wow, that's, that's really interesting. That would that kind of like resonates with me. It kind of makes sense a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you experience deja vu a lot? 
quite a bit actually like and it's it'll be like the weirdest fucking times too um a lot of a lot of times it'll happen when i'm driving it'll be somewhere i've never really been but i'll be like this why does this i feel like i've driven through here before and i've never Mm -hmm. have or um somebody will be talking about something and i'll be like yeah you already told no i haven't i never told you that i was like yeah you have you told me that already no i haven't i'm like oh all right (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like little things like that and um i think there was one time with my kids that um it just it felt like it had had happened like numerous times but and i'll just be like oh that's deja vu i just i feel like i've experienced this before so yeah and it's a lot it's happens to me a lot and i don't i don't i don't think that i have the insight enough to figure it out at the moment anyway maybe i'll figure it out one day but yeah so. I know a lot of my experience with deja vu happens uh, when I'm on mushrooms or psychedelics. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of instances where like I've seen a pattern and another person and, and my husband has also seen a pattern. And we're like, okay, let's not explain it. Let's just enjoy it. And then tomorrow we'll explain it to each other. We both saw the same pattern. Mm-hmm. So like, what are we seeing? But something that's actually a a physical thing that that you know we might not able to be seen with our eyes normally but you kind of take mushrooms and you can remove those films or those lenses that we kind of place over ourselves and see like the energy underneath yeah fun to think about it is it's it's um i'm very intrigued with a lot of these things like so how i how i view it and a lot of people view it this way, or at least from what I've have come to known. So we are, so you have your physical body and then you have a soul. So you're just occupying a suit, basically. So who knows how many realms or interdimensions, whatever you want to call them, who knows how many times we've go through it go uh experience other things so technically like the way like with the reincarnation the deja vu and whatnot i think a lot of times is that with reincarnation we are coming back to learn a new thing so we're trying we're constantly trying to learn and trying to better ourselves but if you believe in fucking conspiracies, you've got a whole group of people trying to uh, keep us from knowing that we are all special mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. We are are powerful and magical in mm-hmm. so many different ways. Um, and a lot of people can't tap into it because they're not trying and they're going with the narrative of everything that's going around. Um, yep. So or they're uh, drinking tap water and the fluoride is <laughs> fine. They're, they're high. 
or yeah. there's chemtrails in the sky. Oh my god, I was just about to say chemtrails. I'm and and people are like, how how can this happen? Because like so much because you know history is um, written by you know the victor. We everybody knows this, and the person who wins is gonna write the history. You don't know if they're writing the correct shit. They're writing from their perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what and I mean? And the people that have all the money, like the Rockefellers and the who's the what's it's and all the, the other shitheads that are in charge. Yeah, can like they can do whatever they want and they can cater the textbooks to whatever narrative they want the children to be indoctrinated with and to like yep. control creativity and minds to be obedient and civil and like cute little slaves that go to work every day and fucking beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a quote the other day I was like there is it's there is no way the point of life is to work every single day for our entire life we literally we are the only species on earth that pay to live on earth So in school, school, public school was created to make sure there was a constant workforce. And you're taught to be obedient, like you said, you were saying, taught to be obedient, taught to listen, taught to um, regurgitate information. To respect authority, even when people like the police don't have anything to do but waste your time and and pester you for money because they need their money. Right. And and then they sit there and they hide so they can get you for speeding. Right. right. It's illegal. <laughs> and to you hide, don't have anything better to do. You know, I actually read a news article a few years ago that was talking about wanting to make police cars, like all police cars unmarked and to like put instead of having the lights like on top of the vehicle like they are like having the strips like in the window and people were like not having it because obviously the point of the police is to protect the public. So why would you want to hide that you are the police? You know, like I understand like they have on unmarked police cars for when they're doing investigations and everything but we don't want all police to be unmarked because if there's an emergency we want to know who to go to and um yeah i just i couldn't believe that they really like why why would you even think to do that right i think the the true purpose of the police is to like protect the people who have money and like right. protect the rich <laughs> right, and they yeah, don't give exactly. a fuck ever about all the poor people like ugh. yeah I would try not to be so blatant about like your shitheadiness i mean i i respect cops i have a lot of respect for them they that's because they'll take you down if you don't (laughs) (laughs) true in a way i guess because well (laughs) actually my cousin speaking of that my cousin just had um this past summer he got pulled over literally for giving a cop the finger he was um it was an older guy. It was an old, older sheriff friggin' in the backwoods of freaking Limerick. And um he was I can't I can't remember the situation, but he did 
the cop was doing or oh the cop was on the wrong side of the road so he was in his lane coming towards him and then he veered back into his lane as they passed he stuck his finger out at him and then the cop turned around and was like you 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 flipping me off and he's like yeah you were on the wrong side of the road he's like no i wasn't (laughs) (laughs) well that's why you need a dash cam Right. I actually, I think he said that. He, I think he said he did. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you want you want to see because I got my dash camera right here, man. Yeah. <laughs> he ended he ended up letting him go, but he held him up for oh, like twenty minutes or so. Oh, yeah. It was Matt. It was Matt and Emily. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Emily, Emily was with him. Yeah. And that's another reason why he thinks that they got pulled over. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. So, I mean, not the, like, because I, I hate it when people use pull that card because yeah. some, sometimes that's not really the case, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Right. Yeah. So. So we should anyway. probably explain for people who don't know, Emily is African-American. And that's yeah. what we're talking about. <laughs> Good, good, good thinking because I was not, I was going to leave that completely blank. <laughs> yeah. So people like, are probably like, like, I feel like that was kind like, of self explanatory. Come on now. Well, I mean, you know, if you know who Matt and Emily are, then yes. Well, I mean, the way we were talking, I felt like it might have been a little like self explanatory, but I could be wrong, I guess. I mean, well, we are in Maine and there's not a lot of diversity here. Yeah. I'm diverse. I have a lot of different races in 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 my blood. Mexican, Italian, Indian. What else? So Did you take the the twenty two and me test or whatever it was. Uh the twenty twenty three and me. I haven't. Tanya did something. Ryan did. What? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Ryan, Ryan did? did. Yeah. Oh. All right. So. That's what it came up with. No. Oh, you're you're, you're fucking with me. That's what you're doing. (laughs) Okay, first of all, it took you long enough to catch on, but second of all, well, I'm slow and I'm kind of a little bit of illiterate. I fucking didn't graduate high school. What does that have to do with knowing that you're not Mexican? You you, you need. Do you need to know how to read to know you're not Mexican? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Oh, my God. No, but did you know that Ryan, because so Ryan did his, our brother Ryan. So me, Kevin, and Ryan, we're, we're all full-blooded siblings, the only ones of our siblings that are full-blooded to each other so we have the same mother and father so ryan did his but i learned that if you and i also did it i'm sorry i could hear you whispering it distracted me <laughs> it's like sorry I'm trying to get to... another beer oh, okay. <laughs> um I discovered that if you and I were to do it, that our results would be, even though we have both the same parents, our results would be completely different than Ryan's. Isn't that weird? What? Really? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. 
I know. How and make it make sense, bro. Make it make sense. I can't. I'm not a scientist. I'm just. I bet I'm, it's just a scam to get your DNA because the government I wants your That's what I think. That's, That's why I won't do it. <laughs> I was thinking right on those lines, man. <laughs> they you, already. You can't know all my genetic markers and 100 percent right? of everything about me. Screw you. Yeah. What do you think those uh, little things on Facebook for your freaking that they do for your face? For like the cartoon pictures and all that shit, they're freaking scanning face your face. Scanners, yeah, man. And then they're gonna make a mask out of your face, and then they're gonna frame okay, you for fucking murder. You know the government or bank already has, robbery. Listen, you know the government already has your face on your photo ID, though, right? Yeah. So they they don't need your Facebook stuff. Technically, no. They can make robots. They're making robots out of people too. Like, how, Dude, how many Katie people Perry are actually, is a like, robot. body doubles? Like, what the fuck? Dude, the thing with her eye. And then yeah. she was trying to she was trying to say like oh it was just like a, a thing like she did it on purpose I'm it like could, I'm sorry, it could have it could have been keep your eye so open. what I was thinking was it could have been like the glue of the of of the eyelash thing that's you know what, what she I mean? said it but it, it's, it it wouldn't act like that it would be the right. opposite right <laughs> so but did you see what happened to her on October 24th no which one is that so she's on stage. And she starts like, I don't know, making these weird movements. Glitching. Yeah. And then she goes, Master, Master, I don't feel very well. And then she's like, Master, I need help. And then she fucking collapses. Yeah. She needs to go back to Epstein Island and get reprogrammed. No shit. Yeah. Did you did you see that some dude just got fucking hung by a tree with a freaking uh, extension cord? Who nope. uh, was buddies with Epstein, and the and he was shot in the chest with a shotgun, and they're like, "Oh, it's suicide." I was just mm-hmm. about to say that's an awfully elaborate way to kill yourself. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't right now. I cannot tell you who what the name was because it, it escapes me. And all this shit, <laughs> a lot of like names and certain dates, kind of like when I start talking about the topic, like I have to look at it to be like, "Oh, it was this." It was this person. <laughs> right. But so like I can't I can't tell you who exactly it was right off the top of my head right at this moment. Well you probably don't want to say his name anyway because you'll be next. I know, right? I'll be, I'll be shadow Clinton. banned all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be surprised if YouTube keeps this up, this video up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Talking too many conspiracies here. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the point of this podcast. It's point. The point is ghosts, fucking Bigfoot, and fucking what shady people are fucking doing behind our backs. That's the whole point. Well, how dare you? Yeah, well, so the only reason why I think that YouTube might not keep us up is because we're kind of like, right now, we just talked about some of the topics that Sam Tripoli in his podcast Tinfoil Hat talk about and they a lot of his shit got deleted off of YouTube so that's the only reason why I say it yep. well you don't want to upset your YouTube overlords <laughs> <laughs> I don't care I, it, I just don't want them to take all my stuff down I mean I, everything that I have is freaking it's already it's on my computer anyway so if I I was so Rockfin, I think I'm gonna get. I think I'm gonna create a channel on Rockfin because they they don't censor you. 
So, and it's like, it's this, but I think you have to pay, pay to be, to be on Rockfin. Like, so it's, it's essentially like the same kind of thing as YouTube. So, like in videos and whatnot or whatever. But if you want to talk about fucking the, like the 13 families that are fucking controlling the world about, how freaking Rockefeller freaking got into the um uh the medical field and wrote all the medical built books and whatever and you know and they did did away with holistic medicine so that they can freaking dope us up you know that's not going to be censored on Rockfin Well, it shouldn't be anyway, because it seems like only one or For, not one line of thought is being like censored, but only one line of thought is being allowed, I guess. Well, well, you know how it's going today. If you disagree with me, I'm getting rid of you. Like, so. Cancel culture. Right. So, like, I, I guess. If I had to choose where I would align myself, I would say that I'm conservative, right? But as I go through, like, what more of what I believe, I'm more libertarian with conservative values. So, like, I'm not 100% like aligning with everything that you would say a conservative is because I'm more we should be free to do what we want, less government Mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know, but I still want my guns. Yep. I really like the libertarian way of thinking and like boiling everything down to even like cops pulling you over for speeding. Like if you, they pull you over for speeding and you don't pay your speeding ticket, you go to court. And if you don't go to court, you go to jail. And so basically, if you don't pay them money, you go to jail. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've I've but, I've spent some time in a in a holding tank for not paying a bill <laughs> before. So it sucks. And, and if you try to run from them when they bring you to jail, they'll kill you. So if you don't pay them money, they will kill you. Essentially, once you boil it down to that, which like. You better very, do what they want. They're going to kill you. <laughs> yes. Very authoritarian uh, state. We're heading towards the dystopian, I think. Yeah. It's kind of scary. It is. That's why I hoard a lot of food. Mm-hmm. So I got a shit. Well, they I got just burned down of- all of the chicken friggin' farms and everything over the past, you know, six, seven months, I think, probably. Did you, did you hear about that? Wait, say that again. They, uh, some person has burned down like oh, 40 the- to 60% of like chicken farms and like dairy farms and like a lot of the places where like our food comes from like globally, which is, which is what's causing a lot of shortages of like random things in the, in our supermarkets. Right. Um, cause they, they want, <clears throat> they want to push this, uh, fake meat shit. 
and, and, get- and like GMO foods destroy like your ability to heal and like connect to yourself too. So like they keep us indoctrinated. They keep us programmed with our TV and the subliminal messages underneath everything. And like, just as long as we go to work and do what they want kind of thing, they, they are in control. So it's all just another part of control. Right. Right. They want to keep us scared so that we rely on them. And like Reagan said, the scariest thing that you can hear that you hear the government say is I am from the government and I am here to help. They say that run. That's basically what he was right. saying back then. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is just like when Biden took yeah. over in whatever fucking year. I, I'm so like <laughs> fucked up right now from his fucking run to begin with yeah. 2020. <laughs> um, he's just like, I'm, he's like, um, I'm here and I'm going to help all of you and we're going to save America. And, or however the fuck he said it. I don't know. He was probably more like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when he like the raped other people and like laughed at other people. Into, yeah. <laughs> when the first thing that he did when he got into office was bomb Syria. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but everybody well, that, was. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, gonna... I think my favorite thing is uh, when he couldn't help us make money and the inflation. And they're like, no, we're just going to redefine what an actual loss is. Like, it's not like three consecutive quarters loss. We're just going to redefine it. That's not the definition. Like, no, you can't redefine words just because you're failing us. Right. Yeah. As a leader. <laughs> <laughs> but now you've badmouthed Biden. So this is definitely not staying on YouTube. that's all right i said listen i'll bad mouth trump too he's not coming to save us he's never was he was he was only um a pause he was only a pause he wasn't supposed to get elected but he did they weren't anticipating him being elected i don't know i think maybe he was a distraction and something to get us like cat fighting with each other oh no he was really separate us and like yeah he was definitely a pawn like he's still a puppet he's definitely still a puppet he's just a different kind of puppet like like dave Chappelle said on saturday night live he was hey he was like hey this is what they're doing and they're doing it to you and then um they're like this guy doesn't pay his taxes and then trump's like i I don't. He's like, if you would put the laws in that are supposed to be there, I would pay my taxes. But you don't pay the same taxes that I don't pay to like Clinton and Biden. And then, I mean, Obama and Obama and Clinton are like, no, we don't. You need to pay your taxes. And then Trump's like, I enjoy this. You enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. I'm fucking this whole fucking thing up. <laughs> you get what the fuck I'm saying? He's right. like, he's like uh, you could put the laws in place, but I know you're not going to because you and your friends enjoy the same tax breaks 
Then I get, and then Dave Chappelle's like, he's on to something. <laughs> I don't really yeah. like this guy. He's telling us what's what. But he only gives you, like, because so he took, uh, he basically is, he's just another puppet. Like, I, I'm sorry to say it, like, but, and it sucks, but, and everybody thinks that in 2024 that we're going to, reelect him and he's gonna save everybody it might be a little bit better but it's still gonna be the same shit there's always gonna be something else listen when the government was started with george washington with fucking ben franklin thomas jefferson all those guys that wrote the freaking independence yeah all that crap yeah all that this was supposed to be a republic, not a democracy. Yes. We pledge allegiance to the flag that represents the republic. Exactly. This was the supposed to be a republic. So with, this is not so. So George Washington, when George Washington became president, he was adamant about this country not being under a two-party system. And that's what it is. As soon as he as soon as he passed away, that's what it became. Mm-hmm. So we got no matter what side of the coin you're on, it's the same thing. If you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, if you're a liberal, if you're a conservative, everybody that you're voting for are the same fucking people. They are going to sit here and tell you that, oh, we are not getting this law passed because of Republicans. Republicans would be like, we're not getting this law passed because of the Democrats. <clears throat> when really, behind the scene, they're, they're friends. They'll act, they'll act like fucking, they're not getting along, they'll act, they'll put this act, charade on. Like, so, when Obama was elected the democrats were the saviors right for america right yeah right so that's how they projected themselves and then with this election with biden and everything it's projected that like now what's going on and everything now the republicans are the good guys so they take turns yep they literally take turns and it just it, it blows my mind that nobody else sees this. <laughs> like when you're having it's I mean it's like everybody keeps saying, but you're having to choose between the lesser of two evils. But I mean that's the the key word should, is evil. <laughs> right. Evil so, is right too. Like Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. and Trump, like do you want somebody who has spirit parties and drinks adrenochrome and whatever or do you want someone who is just a businessman and hates gay people and women and you know all the things that they both have each other like there's there's no good answer (laughs) and they're all dinosaurs they're all old as hell like how can we even think about getting trump back in election when like he's not thinking about our children or like our future he's like he's retired he's done with his life (laughs) right and that's the the part that I'm more concerned about 
is our children. Yeah. That's what I'm concerned about. Like, I don't have any care about what anybody does with their lives behind closed doors with other people as long as you're not hurting someone. And that's it. And I don't think children should be learning anything sexual in school. Anything. Then that does that covers all orientations, whether it's straight or gay. Right. Um, recently, I know a friend that has a child in fifth grade was shown pictures of body parts and stuff about puberty and was told that he can change his gender whenever he wants and blah, 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 blah. And I, first of all, I think that's way too fucking young, but um, supposedly she, she said something and was told that she signed an agreement to, for her child to learn about puberty. And she's like, you didn't tell me that he was going to be shown pictures of fucking vaginas and told that he can change his gender at any moment in time which you want to if you if you literally think that you're the opposite sex and you're an adult and you want to change it go for it i i just don't think because children (laughs) look when i was when i was a kid I did a lot of dumb shit. My decision making was fucked in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So like, who's to say that as a child, you make this, this, this decision and then you have a doctor that's willing to, to make this change for you. And then and make this permanent change for right. you for a temporary phase or a temporary decision that you aren't sure is really real. So like, I always explain it to people like, when you're a kid, you want to be a pirate. Someday you wake up and you're like, I'm going to be a pirate. You go around and you tell people, you're like, I'm a pirate. Like, everyone laughs like, yeah, you're really cute. But at the end of the day, mom's like, well, you're not really a pirate because they do mean things and they plunder and they take from people. And like, that's not really what you are inside. And it's okay to like pretend once in a while, but like, we're going to be true to ourselves until we understand the true, true nature of ourselves. And like, I support transgender people and like changes, but I also, at one point it was like a requirement that you had to be in therapy for one to three years before you were allowed to undergo any physical change. And that's the type of therapy that I support because it's a big mental decision. It's a big decision. And I don't think it's one that can be made on a whim or while you're super young and you're making, like I said, permanent decisions that could possibly change later on in life. And like, maybe they won't change. Maybe you'll always feel like you're a woman trapped in a man's body. But if that's the case, then you'll eventually do the things that you need to do to physically get there and to feel hopefully welcome in your own body. Like make that happen. Right. But like, children are so impressionable and oh my god so yeah they they might have any no idea about any of this and then we're like you can have a vagina if you want and they're like yeah cut off my dick like uh, (laughs) uh. (laughs) yeah i'm like i'm right on that line of thinking like i don't mind i don't have any problems with any of them 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm still going to treat you like a person, mm-hmm. whether you are, are trans, whether you're gay, whether you're bisexual, whether you're straight, you're, whether you're freaking black, you're blue, you're orange. I mean, you're going to be treated exactly the same way. The only way that I'm going to treat you different is if you're a fucking shitty person. Right. So as long you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, as long as you're not hurting other people, especially children. Right. That's where I, that's where I draw the line. And then this whole alone, man. Huh? Leave the kids alone, man. Right. And they they removed that Facebook removed the hashtag save the children thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like Facebook's on the same fucking that all these corporations, they're all together. They're all fucking brothers. Now that Facebook owns Instagram, Instagram blocks out all kinds of hashtags and all these weird things like I'm sure you heard about all the indigenous graves that they've been finding everywhere. I have not heard oh, that. At, Please, uh, are you tell. talking about at the schools? Are you talking about the, the yeah, mass ones? They've, yeah. been, they've been finding like mass indigenous children graves. And last I knew they oh, were in Canada, 700 children that they had found buried yeah. illegally in, in like school grounds and stuff like <sighs> Yeah, in in schools that the queen was visiting. Yeah. yeah. What a coincidence. I, I'm not going to say rest in peace because I hope that bitch. <laughs> well, now this definitely isn't going on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. I'm going to post right. it. Right. We'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> It'll be on Spotify regardless. Yeah. So. I gotta. What I gotta do is I gotta get on to more, more things. That's what I gotta do, and spread this shit. So, anyways, we can talk marketing strategies later. Indeed, my friend. Indeed. So, have you ever had a negative paranormal experience? Do you, do you have you ever seen any ent- entities other than? Um, your friends mm-hmm. uh a couple of times having like psychedelic trips with friends uh we call them journey nights where we kind of like get together and we and we make it a whole kind of like religious experience like i explained my meditation was like we clear and cleanse the situation and a lot of times we'll like fast and not eat the day up leading to it just to kind of like bring our bodies to a better place and um when you engage in psychedelics with intentions you can work magic into your life and you can literally break down walls of perception or deal with your anxiety or like phobias or paranoias or things that are like wrong in your life you can do psychedelics with the intent of clearing and cleansing them and when when you use these these sacred uh substances in that kind of way you're releasing and you're doing like heavy spiritual work it can attract negative entities that are seeing the offset and like seeing the healing that you're doing and like want to negate it and don't want you to heal they want things to stay the same um so i saw once in the window it was like 
I describe it like Green Man, but like a devil version of Green Man. Have you ever heard of Green Man before? I have not. This is a new thing for me. So I like to do uh, this one substance called DMT. It's like a, a component that's found in every living animal and being. They say that you right. release DMT in your brain right before you die. It's like your life flashing before your eyes. Yep. It's like they're releasing DMT. So when you do DMT, a lot of people have shared experiences where they'll see certain people. And I, some people see this man called a green man. And he's like the protector of the forest. But like I saw his evil twin who was like peeled at us for like doing magic in the forest. And he was like, like his face was up against the glass and he was just staring at me and I screamed. <laughs> and my friend Jack realized what had happened and he kind of like, was doing work on the other side trying to like take care of him but <laughs> mm-hmm. and then uh, another time I was in my yoga teacher training and we were going through trauma-informed yoga I believe like our, our specific learning on it and people were literally kind of like reliving trauma and so there was a lot of pain and a lot of like I don't want to say hysterical crying but it was like high emotional level and I was kind of sitting in the room and I wasn't really affected as the other girls were so I was using my Reiki training to like build a shield around us and like protect us and try to like offer them support Um, and I kept seeing out of the corner of my eye changes so like when you look at a grill in the summertime and you see the heat rising off of it like you see like like a, a mirage squiggle. kind of yeah thing. yeah so I kept seeing like shadows and like mirage like heat out of like my peripheral and they say that's definitely a sign of ghosts or alternate energies being in your presence as well as like sudden chills especially accompanying like more than one situation where you like get the chills you see something out of the corner of your eye and then like something falls off the wall like there's definitely a ghost something like that happens <laughs> at least in my opinion in my experience you know <laughs> right Do you, so those would you say so those are like kind of the most negative things that you've experienced yeah i don't i don't have a ton of experience with like negative negative like it, right. i've never had like a possession i I did have an energy worker tell me once to always protect myself with my power animal. So they say that you have like a power animal that like watches over your physical body while you meditate and you do journey work Mm. because when you leave your body and you're doing like really high vibe, like up in the heavens kind of work, your body becomes like an empty parking lot and you can get jumped by spirits or demons or entities or whatever. Like insidious. Um, yeah. like insidious so so i luckily have not uh had the physical knowing of an experience like that i've had like emotional situations on psychedelic trips where i thought maybe that had happened but i don't have physical proof yet yet so i've done mushrooms once uh-huh and all that happened was it looked like everything was alive that's all and I remember being in, in the bathroom and at the time I had, um, one of those, um, mats, you know, that 
they look like like a bunch of little worms. Awesome. You know what I mean? Do you, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was sitting there and it just looked like the wall had a heartbeat. And it was just doing, it looked like it was coming forward and then receding. Forward and then receding. And then I looked down and my fucking mat in 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 the bathroom was just like, that's interesting. <laughs> so that's really like I didn't see anything else other than that. And then I was just like, I remember I was standing, I was sitting there, and I was watching watching it happen. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like last year. That was the first time. First and only time I've ever done any kind of psych- psychedelics. Because the uh-huh. other than that, I've done is just uh, I just smoke weed, and and that's very rare. Anyway, my drug of choice is beer. I like the taste of it. It doesn't. I don't drink to get drunk or to get fucked up or anything. It's just just an ease. So well, even just the, the one, one can that- loosen you up pretty good so you don't have to get drunk yeah man yeah i had a friend describe alcohol once to me as spirits they're referred to as distilled spirits by like the native americans Um, but he said you don't have any dominion over the spirits that you invite in while you're enjoying them so that was a fun little thing to think about. I, I used to, when I was a drinker, I would try to find the bottom of the bottle, which is impossible to find. So I would frequently black out just about oh, every time. Oh, no. <laughs> so like when he said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I definitely was like, yeah. maybe I was yeah. getting possessed or inviting some weird spirits in that I shouldn't have been messing around with. <laughs> have you ever seen anybody possessed, like legit? Have you ever been yeah. in the presence? Luckily, no. I haven't had experience with that. I I would get probably pretty freaked out if I did, though. Yeah, I think so too. I think I would too. Uh, so <clears throat> there's another podcast that I listen to called Hosting Evil, and it's like it's all possession stuff, possession stories, and they're phenomenal storytellers. It's this um, girl Jess and Emily, and they're pre- they're produced too by like an actual pro- producer so like nice. they sound great and the, they got their story on fucking scripted and everything it sounds great but possession sounds like some shit i don't want to be involved with like i don't even want to be trying to help somebody that's possessed mm-hmm. this from the stories that i listen to from them is fucking creepy <laughs> Holy shit, I would never want to go through any of it. I don't want to be possessed. I don't want to see somebody possessed. I don't want to be uh, doing the Archangel Michael prayer to try and save somebody possessed. Like, I don't want to be there anywhere near it. No. Not involved. So. I've never seen anybody possessed, but I do have a girlfriend who is... um... She's bipolar and she's unmedicated and she, that has nothing to do with anything, but she 
sees lots of spirits much more than I ever see and she's come into my house before and she started squatting and making weird noises and I was like what's happening and she's like I'm actually like excising demons there's two demons in your house right now and she's like Whoosh. she was like making a birthing sort of canal thing like like getting rid of the demons and just like burping there was lots of burping and like purging and I'm like this is I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say when uh, the demons are exer- exercised that you're they ex- they leave through um, farts, through burps, and purging. Yeah, makes right? sense. And and coughing and sneezing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, that it, 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 it aligns with what you're with what she did so mm-hmm. that's interesting if i ever saw with any of my friends walked into my house and started doing that shit i'd have been like get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> i mean i obviously it was helpful if they were there and she's like right. all right i'm gonna do this shit for you i'm gonna take them into me and get fucking exercise them and <laughs> i mean that's cool she's fucking she's a good friend but i would have been like get the fuck out of here it was a little unnerving at first i'm like well, i don't understand what's happening like she literally like walked into my house and immediately it was like you should have her you should have her contact me and come on to my yeah. podcast yeah <laughs> she channels some crazy shit like uh, oh man so ooh. there was another fucking question that I wanted to ask you revolving around your healing before I forget oh I have a friend who channels an alien that I should give you her contact info and she um, channels and like allows this alien to kind of like possess her body in a sense and like give messages out. Wow. No shit. That might be some interesting conversations for your podcast. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I like that like, shit. Like Balthazar kind of vibes. I don't know if you've ever heard of Balthazar. There's like a, a guy who like channeled this alien Balthazar. He would just like go to crazy like events and like give people knowledge and information in their life through this think, alien presence through him. I think I've heard, heard of that, but I'm not yeah. 100% knowing of all of it but yeah i think i heard i think i have heard of that i just don't think i don't think i knew the name so Tony, i could you be wrong too. i smoke a lot of weed so. <laughs> you smoke how, how often do you smoke daily daily like once a day or no multiple times multiple times what what, what oh. I hate it when I can't fucking form a sentence. Um, what regiment are you on? Is it like wake up, smoke, go to the bathroom, smoke, eat breakfast, smoke, 
eat lunch, smoke. <laughs> um, it depends on the day and what I have going on. Uh, a lot of times I will get up and I get so excited about art sometimes that I'll like be naked still from waking up and I'll start painting on a painting and I'll realize after like an hour like oh hey you never peed right after you got up like you should probably like have some vitamins get a drink and like go pee like live your life so it's not like super beholden to it but like I probably do five to ten sessions of five to ten nectar collector like small dabs at a time I smoke like butane hash yeah usually a little stronger than weed because yeah. otherwise my throat would be torn up from smoking 30 bowls a day mm. so <laughs> that that girl that I told you that I had a two month relationship with mm-hmm. I got um, some edibles and they were probably like like candies probably about this big probably about like as big as this hole and um, they, they were like the Laffy Taffy shit or whatever but we both ate one and i swear to god i thought i was dying so i guess you were supposed we were what we were supposed to do (laughs) first of all i don't do i don't do that often enough so i'm extremely lightweight so when i smoke with somebody it's i'm usually done way before the joint's done so (laughs) i I had to I had to drive to I had to drive back home. So we had like an hour drive almost to oh, get no. back home. <laughs> and, um, and you're in a straight video game. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess what we were supposed to do, we were supposed to cut it in fours and then only <laughs> eat <laughs> a section of that. So we both like she was more she did more than she had a higher tolerance than I did. But she was still like. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I'm driving her car and I'm just like, and there was so much construction on the highway too. And it was night and I'm just like sitting here. And then we were, I had, we were on the highway for like 20 minutes and all of a sudden feeling this and i'm like too focused on the road and i'm just there and then i turn i'm like i have i know that something is happening next to me and i want to look at it but i'm just like looking at the road and i'm and it's and the car's shaking at the same time and i'm like i need to look to the right and i can't i can't look to the right i need to look at the road and then i finally fucking move my eyes and her leg is just going boom 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 like this oh no and i'm like are you all right and she's like yeah i just i'm really scared we're gonna die (laughs) and i was just like i was like we're not gonna die i promise and then all of a sudden i like had like use of my faculties and i turned my head to her and I go, I go, we're not going to die. And she goes, are you sure you're not high? And I go, <laughs> I looked right back at the road and I was like, hey, nobody nope, said that. I'm not high at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but there was a moment in time while I was driving, I was like, I'm going to fucking crash into one of these fucking cement walls on this. Cause like it's right there. So like they were occupying the third lane to the right. And I was in the middle lane and I'm just like, <laughs> like I'm going to end up brushing this and we're going to go flying. Luckily we got home safe. I shouldn't have, should not have drove but like when we were walking out to the car <laughs> it was like a couple minutes after eating that candy and she she looked at she had i think actually i think she had two she had a piece of chocolate too that was technically an edible as well so she had like a little piece of chocolate that my buddy gave her and then she had this candy with me <laughs> <laughs> we both had a piece of the big flaffy taffy candies and she's like we're walking to her car i think she was already feeling it and she's like are you okay to drive and i'm like perfect and then it was probably 10 minutes down the road and i was like i'm not okay no not perfect <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm happy that we got got home safe i will never ever be behind the wheel like that ever again because not only was it scary, not only could I have hurt somebody else or her, but I could hurt myself. That's the thing about edibles. It's like one second you're okay, and then all of a sudden, punch in the face, you're not okay. <laughs> yeah, and I, I didn't, I had no idea. I had no idea. Nobody warned me. And she, she was more, she was like, I'd rather do edibles than smoke kind of person. <laughs> So I figured like she would be like, hey, like, so when I <clears throat> so when I found out that what I was supposed to do was take a section of this candy, I was like, why didn't you tell me that? She's like, I usually just eat the whole thing. I was like, so you constantly are like all day? <laughs> like, what the fuck? She's like, no, they're just little pieces. I was like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh did you have any uh experiences with ghosts when you were a child like do you anything from your childhood stick out for um my spirit guide jeff i've got these little bandanas wrapped around my arm he committed suicide when i was four and he, like i said he was my first spirit guide um his picture would fly off the wall frequently at me whenever we would talk about him or like things like that but i think the coolest thing is he would visit me in my dreams and like every single night i would have the same dream where i was walking down a hallway with my cousin with her hand in my hand and then at the end of the hallway was his casket where his dead body was. And I would crawl up the the little stairs and I would get inside the casket with him. And I would be like, why is he sleeping? Wake up, Jeffy. And I would like try to wake him up. So I had this recurring dream for like years. Every single night I would have this dream for a lot of my life growing up. And it wasn't until I was 21 years old, drinking at a fire at a bonfire with my family and we were just shooting the shit about this and that. And I was like, yeah, you said this crazy dream about Jeffy where I would like get in the casket. And they're like, oh yeah, you did that. And I'm like, what? What? Oh no. <laughs> what? And they're like, yeah, we let you go to the funeral as a four-year-old because you were so close to him. You were like his best friend. So we let you go to the funeral and you actually got in the casket. 
and like laid down with his dead body and tried to shake him awake. And, and my family's telling me this and they're like, it was really cute. It made us all laugh. We were so happy. And I was like, it traumatized me so much as a child that like I've dreamt it every single night since. <laughs> yeah. Why would you let a four-year-old go to a funeral? <laughs> that was not cute. No. Or funny. No, no. So he was I definitely don't... like a lot yeah i don't know if i if i were to see if i was present and saw a four-year-old child climbing into a casket of someone who had passed away and i've been like oh no 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 no! don't do that don't do that i wouldn't have been like from what you're saying it sounds like they're just like oh (laughs) put this on facebook how endearing oh (laughs) (laughs) so i so jeff's your cousin correct yeah yeah okay all right um i fucking i had other questions but anyways tony you got anything you want to say um i don't think so i mean we're gonna have her on again right oh uh for sure Yeah, yeah so we gotta save some stuff for next time too okay well let's do that so, Dramessa, I would like, I want to get into this yoga and this Reiki healing. So, I'm going to contact you for this shit. Just so oh. you know. Um, but, anyways, you want to, what time? So, we're just about at an hour and a half. So, that's, a, that's perfect. That's perfect length. Um, you just want to plug your, uh, your stuff one more time? before we say goodbye i'd love to if anybody wants reiki sessions or to talk about yoga or hair or anything feel free to send me an email very easy it's my first name d-r-e-m as in mary e-s-s-a at gmail.com so everything goes from there follow me on instagram and facebook hair magic by dramessa body magic by dramessa art by dramessa d perfect it was Awesome to talk to you, Ken. Uh, oh, yeah. Kendall. I almost called you. Ken- Did you hear that, Tonya? I called you, Kendall. Isn't that great? I, I don't even look like Kendall. No, you don't. Kendall she's looks way, like me. she's way prettier than I am. Yes, I agree. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Well, Kendall's my daughter, so I feel like okay. It's not All right. Bad. So you're partial. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, bang bang. Oh my God. All right.